good evening. It is 5 p.m. and you're listening to Today in YGK on CFRC 101.9 FM. Brought to you by CFRC's News Collective, Christina Laurie, Dinah Jansen, Erica Singh, Zayden Bergera, Katrina Johnston, and Mia Lettinen. CFRC's news programming is also brought to you through the support of the local journalism initiative, Queen's University, Little Eyewear at 732 Princess Street, and the Screening Room at ScreeningRoomKingston.com. I'm Christina Laurie, and here are your local news headlines. In a message from the City of Kingston, apply now for community exhibit space at City Hall. As part of the City's Your Stories, Our Histories program, community organizations are encouraged to tell their stories in their words in a newly available exhibit space at City Hall. Community exhibits within the program will feature stories of the people, events, or groups that have shaped Kingston. Your Stories, Our Histories started as a public engagement process in 2018 to address the legacy of Sir John A. Macdonald and foster community discussions about how and by whom Kingston stories are told. The programming is evolving to offer free, exhibit space at City Hall for the community to tell their stories. Miranda Riley, acting curator for the city's Heritage Services Department, explains, Your Stories, Our Histories began with community conversations to understand which stories are underrepresented or less known within Kingston's cultural heritage. We're excited to expand the program to reflect a broader range of community voices and experiences. Your Stories, Our Histories exhibits will last approximately eight months to one year and will be installed each spring. The City of Kingston will provide exhibition space at no charge. There is currently one small exhibition space to display written stories and physical items. Applications will be accepted on a rolling basis. A general theme, story, or message is required for the application, but exhibit text does not need to be finalized to apply. Applicants will work with city staff to develop and edit exhibition text. Interested groups can find more information about the project and apply on Get Involved Kingston. City staff will select the first applicant in early December 2023 and install the exhibit in spring 2024. These community exhibits are connected to priority in Kingston's strategic plan to drive inclusive economic growth by fostering culture, history, education, arts, and recreation. Household hazardous waste facilities will close for the season. The last drop-off days for the year at the Household Hazardous Waste Facility at the Kingston Area Recycling Center, 196 Lappins Lane, will be Saturday, November 25th and Thursday, November 30th. Before heading out to the waste facility, check your household for hazardous items like pesticides, batteries, solvents, pool chemicals, removers or strippers, paint, paint thinners, oven cleaners, bleach, or antifreeze. See a full list at cityofkingston.ca slash hhw. Also be sure to bring proof of residency. The city reports on households that visit the facility from Kingston as well as from adjacent municipalities. Proof of residency is required upon delivery of household hazardous waste. Never put hazardous waste in the garbage or down the drain. Look for warning labels and instructions on products and handle any potentially hazardous materials with care. Do not mix hazardous materials and, when possible, bring items in their original containers. Once again, for more information, visit cityofkingston.ca slash hhw. Kingston Transit launches new online pass renewal portal. Just last week, Kingston Transit launched a new online pass renewal portal that allows riders to renew most Kingston Transit reloadable bus passes online in real time. Riders can log into mykingstontransit.ca, upload the number associated with their existing Kingston Transit bus pass, personal details, and credit card information to the portal. Riders can renew monthly or weekly passes or add funds to multi-ride cards. As part of the new portal, riders will also be able to add more than one card to the portal. This allows a parent or guardian to add funds to a youth or senior card. Riders will also have the option to enable an auto-renewal feature to ensure their bus passes are up to date. Questions about the new pass renewal portal or anything else related to Kingston Transit can be sent to contact us at cityofkingston.ca or by calling 613-546-0000. That's all for your headlines today and next up is Zayden Vergara with your sports desk. Good evening, everyone. My name is Zayden Vergara, and tune in tonight at 5.30 for your CFRC Sports Rundown. 
Today, we will be featuring a story by Ian Donaldson about Queen's men's volleyball. We'll also be doing a deep dive onto your Queen's Golden Gales, see how basketball and hockey did over the weekend. Then we'll take a quick dive into the Frontenac's weekend report, finishing with a feature interview with Queen's men's and women's water polo ahead of their provincial championship this coming weekend. Stay tuned and I'll see you at 5.30. Now over to Erica Singh with a campus news update. Hello, my name is Erica Singh and welcome to your campus news headlines. The Government of Canada has pledged $248 million to appoint 34 new Canada Excellence Research Chairs, or CERC, across 18 post-secondary institutions, including Queen's. Dr. Paul Cubes has been named the Canada Excellence Research Chair in Immunophysiology and Immunotherapy at Queen's Health Sciences and the Queen's Cancer Research Institute, receiving $8 million over eight years for his research. The CERC program, which was initiated in 2008, supports Canadian universities in advancing global research and innovation by awarding prestigious researchers $8 million or $4 million to establish programs. Minister Francois-Philippe Champagne emphasizes the lasting impact on academia, the economy and society. Positioning Canada as a global research leader, Dr. Cubes will join Queen's in spring 2024 and will conduct interdisciplinary research in cancer infection and chronic disease aiming to make a more meaningful impact on patient lives. Next, nursing students at Queen's are leading a clothing drive to provide warm clothing for psychiatric patients at Kingston General Hospital's mental health unit. Claire Wald, Lana C, and Catherine Kai initiated the drive aiming to address the stigma faced by psychiatric patients. The campaign is in collaboration with Jennifer Cook, a clinical specialist at Kingston Health Sciences Centre, and will run until November 22nd. They are encouraging donations of winter coats, boots, and socks. Donations can be made at the main entrance of the inpatient care at Burr 4 inside KGH. Next, Student Wellness Services has introduced and expanded several initiatives to address the evolving needs of the campus community. The initiatives aim to enhance accessibility to various forms of care and support, promoting personal and academic thriving. Notable programs include a daily mental health walk-in clinic, which runs from Monday to Friday from 1 to 4 p.m. This will supplement existing counseling services. This aims to increase access to in-person mental health counseling and early feedback indicates reduced student distress. There's also a trans care team. The SWS has established a team specializing in gender-affirming care, providing holistic support to students at any stage of a transition. An online self-referral tool has been created to facilitate appointment scheduling without the need for a call. Enhanced support for academic accommodations. Queen Student Accessibility Services, or QSAS, has introduced daily drop-in appointments for students with quick questions. Advisors are now portfolio-based by faculty or discipline, aiming to enhance collaborations to write quicker and more holistic responses to student needs in the classroom. There's also student-led peer programs for food access. 
Responding to increased reports of food insecurity, the peer health educators in SWS are expanding on efforts to connect more students with healthy food through programs like Fresh Food Boxes, Mason Jar Meals, and Healthy Cooking Session. That's all for Campus News today. Thank you so much. Now over to Mia with the weather. And now it's time for your CFRC weather forecast for November 20th to November 22nd. On Monday, November 20th, it'll be sunny throughout the day with winds up to 15 kilometers per hour and a high of plus one. Wind chill minus 12 in the afternoon and some cloudy periods at night with a low of minus six. On Tuesday, November 21st, it'll be cloudy with a 60% chance of showers and a high of plus four during the day with some periods of rain or snow at night with a low of plus two. And on Wednesday, November 22nd, it'll be a mix of sun and cloud with a 40% chance of flurries or rain showers and a high of plus 2 with increasing cloudiness at night and a low of minus 5. Check back in with us on Wednesday for your weekend weather forecast. This is Kat bringing you the weekly traffic report from November 17th through to November 23rd. We are first going to be starting off with road closures in the Kingston area. On Market Street from Ontario to King, it will be closed November 18th from 5pm to 11pm for the tree lighting ceremony in Springer Market Square. On Market Street from Ontario to King, it will be closed November 24th at 8am to November 25th at 2am for the Vanier Cup Fan Fest presented by Queen's University. On University Avenue from Union to Earl, it will be closed until December 22nd for the removal of debris from demolition and concrete deliveries at the Queen's John Dutch University Centre project. And now we're going to be moving on to parking disruptions in the Kingston area. Princess Street from Collins Bay to Bay Ridge, expect delays until November 30th for the construction of new sidewalks and traffic signals along Princess Street. Please note that one lane of traffic will be maintained in each direction at all times on Princess Street. This was Kat bringing you the weekly traffic report from November 17th through to November 23rd. I hope you all have a lovely week. And now it's time for the CFRC Community Concert and Events Calendar for November 22nd through to November 28th. Have an event you'd like to be covered on our website and news programming? Contact us via cfrc.ca today. On November 15th, come and pet Oscar, our fluffy golden retriever St. John's Ambulance Therapy Dog, and meet his handler John. Drop in at any point during the hour. Oscar will be at Mitchell Hall every Wednesday at noon by the Student Wellness Services Office on the main floor. On November 15th, Student Wellness Services is excited to announce a combined flu shot and COVID-19 booster clinic for all staff and faculty members at Queen's University. The clinic will operate on a walk-in basis only. No appointments are necessary. All vaccines are free of charge and completely voluntary. This will be located at Mitchell Hall Student Health and Wellness Services from 9.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. and 1.30 p.m. to 4 p.m. 
Also on November 22nd is the Center for the Study of Democracy and Diversity presents the Contemporary Anti-Semitism Lecture Series featuring Dr. Jeffrey Kopstein, Professor of Political Science and Director of the Center for Jewish Studies at the University of California, Irvine, Anti-Semitism on Campus Survey Evidence from the University of California. This lecture series is generously supported by the Azrieli Foundation. For more information about this lecture, visit the CSDD website at www.queensu.ca slash CSDD. This event is free and located in the Kin Building, room 210 from 6.30 to 8 p.m. On November 23rd, there is an Indigenous Identity Sharing Circle, only available to Indigenous students. Do you feel that you don't look Indigenous enough? Maybe you are unsure about how to identify yourself or feel you don't fit in because you don't know enough about your Indigenous identity. Please know that you are not alone. Come together for a sharing circle facilitated by Amber and Lisa to discuss these feelings in a safe space. Registration is required. Email 4d.counselor at queensu.ca. This event is in person every other Thursday starting September 28th. This will be located at the Four Directions Digital Student Center from 4 to 5.30 p.m. Also on November 23rd is the first year getting through together meeting. For any student first year at Queen's University seeking connection and support during the complex transition period to university life, you could benefit from this group if you are feeling overwhelmed and anxious with managing it all. Come and try a group, drop in. In this group, you will have the opportunity to connect with other first year students experiencing the same struggles and figure this out together. Learn some coping strategies from a psychotherapist, have the opportunity to talk in a confidential group setting about whatever is on your mind at the time. You can register at queensu.ca. This will be located at the Banry Center from 3 to 4.30 p.m. On November 24th, join us for an intimate evening of art, inspiration, and courage as we celebrate the remarkable legacy of Serena Timperio. Serena's journey through the chaos of a brain cancer diagnosis is a testament to her unyielding spirit and unwavering passion for art. Through the lens of her extraordinary life, this event sheds light on the intersection of creativity, resilience, and the human spirit. Let her story inspire you to embrace creativity and find resilience within yourself. This will be located at the Isabel Bader Center from 3 to 4.30 p.m. Also on November 24th, Jonathan Malloy is a professor of Canadian Parliamentary Democracy at Carleton University. Professor Malloy will speak on his new book, The Paradox of Parliament, which argues that Parliament labours under two different logics of its purpose and primary role, one based on governments and decision-making, and one based on representation voice. This will be located at Robert Sutherland Hall, room 334, from 12 to 1.30 p.m. On November 25th, Learn to Float is an introductory course designed to build your confidence in an aquatic environment. It will focus on safety, submersion, recovery, and floating. This is designed for international students of all levels looking for a low-cost opportunity to learn to swimming fundamentals. There are three two-hour sessions offered. You may register for as many as you like. Register at queensu.ca. This will be located at the Queen's Arc from 11 to 1 p.m. On November 26th is the Solidarity Swim. Are you a trans, non-binary, genderqueer, gender fluid, or any other non-cisgender person who wants a safer space to swim and also meet other students and a wider trans community members? Join us for Solidarity Swims at the ARC Pool. You can even bring a cisgender friend or loved one. This will be from 2.30 to 4 p.m. and you can register at queensu.ca. 
On November 27th is the Indigenous Good Minds Night. Come and hang out by the fire, watch TV, study, play board games, bead, and take part in structured activities. These activities change bi-weekly and refreshments will be provided. This group is only available to Indigenous students and will be located at the Four Directions Indigenous Centre from 4 to 7.30 p.m. On November 28th, Connect Four is a group for students who are feeling isolated and like they haven't found their people at Queen's. Each week we will have an activity to participate in and topics for conversation together. This event will be held Tuesday evenings from 4 to 5.30 p.m. up until November 28th. For the first week, please meet at the Faith and Spiritual Life Room 210 in Mitchell Hall and you can register at queensu.ca. This was Kat bringing you the CFRC Community Concert and Events Calendar for November 22nd through to November 28th. I hope you all have a lovely week. Now it's time for the Community Concerts and Events Calendar. If you have an event you'd like covered on our website or news programming, contact us via cfrc.ca today. On November 22nd, catch OCAN, presented by Flying V Productions at the Grad Club. OCAN is a Juno award-winning women-led ensemble that fuses Afro-Cuban roots with jazz, folk, and global rhythms in songs about immigration, courage, and love. The show is 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. with doors at 7, and tickets are available now for $25. Micah with Braden Bales, the fantasy tour, comes to the Broom Factory on November 23rd. The show will start at 7.30 with doors at 7. Tickets are available online now for $26. Doug Vanderhorden has been playing all around Kingston for years. Catch him this Thursday, November 23rd at the Club RCHA from 7 until 10 p.m. $5 at the door for non-club members. Ones, the Beatles' number one hits, playing every number one song from the beginning of 1964 to the end of 1970. Catch the show at the Grand Theatre at 7.30pm to 10pm on November 23rd. Tickets are available online now for $50. Kingston drag performer Bewitched is delighted to invite you to her first ever bingo show, Bewitching Bingo. You will be spellbound by her while enjoying a fun night of playing bingo. The event is at the Something in the Water Brewery and is free. Just call in advance to reserve seats. 8 p.m. doors at 8.30 start on November 23rd. There is two free shows happening back-to-back -back at the Royal Tavern 2.0 on November 24th. Catch Paula Woods, indie singer-songwriter from Kingston, uh, from 4.30 until 6.30, and alt-rock band Echoes from 9 p.m. until 1. Catch a drag family affair featuring Universe, Simone Says, and Bewitched with your hostess Sherry Ann Hex on November 24th from 8 p.m. until 11 p.m. at the Grad Club for $10 online and $15 at the door. Sedan Delivery will be playing nothing but Neil Young in the tradition of Crazy Horse Friday, November 24th at Hotel Wolf Island from 7 until 10 p.m. for free. A great lineup at the Broom Factory Friday, November 24th with Chalk Claire, Cadence Brown, Dupel, Pretty Boy Co., Kendall Chase, and the Ryan Lewis Project, hosted by Shiznick and DJ Wilhound, playing a variety of hip-hop and rap from 7.30 until 10 p.m., with doors at 7 and tickets for $20. Bands Tiny Horse and Nice On will be celebrating Tiny Horse's CD release Saturday, November 25th at Blue Martini. The show will start at 9pm with doors at 8pm and tickets are still available for $20. Steve Cheeseman and The Heater, a great rock and roll band, will be performing hits of the 60s and 70s Saturday, November 25th at the club RCHA from 8 until 11pm. Tickets are $20 at the door or in person at the club. The Astros, live at the Grad Club. Check out one of Kingston's most popular bands this Saturday, November 25th at 8pm. Tickets are $5 in advance and $10 at the door. 
Grand On Stage presents Nobuntu, an incredible all-female a cappella quintet from Zimbabwe, Saturday, November 25th at the Kingston Grand Theater, starting at 7 p.m. Tickets are available online now from $20 to $30. Band Rust Pump will be playing classic and modern rock at the Merchant Tap House on November 25th from 10.30 to 2 a.m. for free. Charlotte Cornfield will be playing a benefit concert for the Skeleton Press Saturday, November 25th at Next Church. The event starts at 2 p.m. with doors at 1.30 and entrance is by donation supporting the cause. Jess Rose, the harpist, will be playing beautiful covers and originals on harp Sunday, November 26th at Hotel Wolf Island from 5 until 7 p.m. for free. Logan Brown and Al Bobcock will be performing Sunday, November 26th at the Mansion. The show will begin at 7 p.m. and ticket prices are still to be announced. Mother and son duo Jody Payne and Landon Matthew will be playing folk, rock, and blues hits from the 1960s to modern-day top tens Sunday, November 26th at Spearhead Brewery for all ages. They'll be performing 2 p.m. till 5 p.m., and the music is free. Band Cancer Bats will be performing as Bat Sabbath, along with Ethereal Tomb, Black Mastiff, for a tribute to Black Sabbath Sunday, November 26th at the Broom Factory from 2 until 5 p.m. Doors will open at 2 and tickets are $25. Moving forward to November 28th, there is two open mic nights happening on November 28th. You can head to the Royal Tavern 2.0 for Try It Tuesday karaoke for free. There's also an open mic night at St. Larry's Pub that same night presented in collaboration with the music and digital media as well as the musicians guild that one is also free comedy in kingston a riotous evening filled with jokes stories and belly laughs by matt render mark coraconitis nathan texeria tuesday november 28th at the mansion the show will begin at 8 p.m and tickets are 22 dollars and Giving Tuesday fundraiser, an evening with Charlotte Gray with Lawrence Scanlon at the Tet Center on Tuesday, November 28th, presented by the Kingston Writers Guild from 7 until 8 p.m. The prices are a sliding scale for $45 with a $30 charitable tax receipt and $20 with no tax receipt. Thank you for tuning in to CFRC's local news programming. To revisit episodes of Today in YGK and hear more from some of our guests, be sure to head to our podcast network at podcast.cfrc.ca. Today in YGK is brought to you by the generous support of the Community Radio Fund of Canada, the local journalism initiative, Queen's University Career Services, What Will I Wear at 732 Princess Street, and the Screening Room at screeningroomkingston.com. Be sure to stay tuned for more CFRC programming coming up next. What'll I Wear offers the best in vintage, funky, one-of-a-kind treasures, clothing, accessories, and a fabulous selection of jewels, vintage and new. Find the cutest purse, the most dashing of hats and sunglasses, everything to complete your individual look. What'll I Wear has it all. They can dress you from top to bottom. Find your new fashion fave at What'll I Wear at 732 Princess Street in Kingston. Visit their new location and follow them on Facebook to keep up to date with what's in store at What'll I Wear.